0: you strike me as the bear type
1: welcome aboard the uss voter this is your captain not patrick stewart speaking you're listening to dork trek DorkTrek.com. engage mr manny all right okay now dennis dennis moved that's why we didn't record last. Did we record? No, we recorded without Dennis last week. Dennis moved to Florida. So he is actually in Florida and he's pretending that he's frozen, but he's not. He was just making a face. <laughs> yes. um, so if Dennis's Wi-Fi isn't Challenge.
2: great. If, if you can tell that I'm frozen.
1: <laughs> the thing is, you're in Florida and I haven't seen you smile this much in a really long time. So it seems like it. it you enjoy, you're at least enjoying yourself.
2: I'm happy to see you guys.
1: Oh, Dennis! That's yeah, I said it was all that vitamin D you were getting. All that vitamin, vitamin D. Soft. Vitamin D. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so Dennis is in Florida. He's in the Central Time Zone now. Um, and if his internet is bad, we apologize. But it's just, the, it's just the connection, bro. Yeah,
2: I'm going to start a podcast called Dennis is in Florida. It's you a should. sequel, sequel to a former podcast
1: <laughs> called Bob's in Ohio. That was fun. I enjoyed doing that podcast by myself. It was fun. Yeah, it was good yeah um, so yeah so Dennis is in Florida, and he's doing his thing there, and we are the Dork Trek podcast, the longest running, most irreverent star Trek podcast in the whole wide world. We're watching Voyager, we made it through t n g we made it through Deep Space Nine and now we're almost through the first season of Voyager. If you like what you hear, I always do this at the end of the show but I don't understand that. I should do this at the beginning. If you like what you hear and you enjoy the show, we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash dorktrek and you can get all kinds of cool rewards. We do some pre-show stuff where it's just us chit-chatting. We do video. Um, we do all kinds of things over there. So you can, you can contribute as little as like a dollar a month and for that, you'll get the show unedited, you'll get video, you can get the behind the scenes stuff, you get our notes from the show that we started taking while watching Voyager. Um, there's some d and games up there, there's some Star Trek role-playing games up there, there's all kinds of content, content galore. So if you like what you're hearing and you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash dorktrek and you can support this podcast on Patreon. There you go. Now let's get down to the brass tacks of it. I've been talking a lot and I want to stop. So somebody else start talking.
3: Hey, Bob. Yes, Ben. This is Ben, Lieutenant Commander Ben, with a special, special announcement. Ooh, I I wanted to wait until we were on the air. Uh This is a public service announcement. Were you or someone you love exposed to the Metreon Cascade? If you or a a loved one have been diagnosed with metremia, you may be entitled to compensation. To see if you qualify for a free metremia lawsuit claim (laughs) review, contact your nearest Talaxian Relief Agency representative. Remember, metreon poisoning can lay dormant for years before it manifests and can cause the body's cells to undergo fission and death. Get the compensation you deserve while you're still alive make the hakonians pay That's good can you
1: send that to me and maybe i'll do like a ramped up one like lol the hammer stanley with like yeah. car crashes and shit in the background mm-hmm. uh, no oh, it's in my, we'll it's make in my them notes pay 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 no
2: it'll just be the uh, the klingon bird of prey exploding over and over <laughs> behind you
0: <laughs> photon torpedoes yeah. all kinds of shit we'll make them pay 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 Yep. Pew, pew, pew. where are my notes for this jenny how are you i'm doing great good i'm great it's good. been a, a fun week i was also house hunting <laughs> lose my mind so many houses
1: so few hunts it seems like this is crazy
0: <laughs> everybody's house hunting God. house hunting
1: house hunting that's fun <laughs> Jenny, you just gotta work it in somehow. That's why I love you. That's why everybody loves you.
0: She's
2: always <laughs> on brand.
1: Yep, that, always gotta work the cut. Yeah, you always, always gotta work. Jenny's always gotta work that cut.
0: Work that cut, yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate that word. Even saying it just sounds so gross. I believe I, I, I was never allowed. I said it one time in front of Stephanie, and she was like, "Oh my God, please don't ever say that again." It's terrible. I was like, "I'm sorry." It's like I've been hanging around. Back. I've been hanging around Jenny too much.
0: That's true. <laughs> Most people would say that.
1: <laughs> it's Jenny's fault. I just pointed at a picture of you on the internet. Said, look, look what she
0: does. It's fine. I'm I'm a welcome scapegoat. Like whatever you need to blame me for, that's fine. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, man. This episode is tough. Mm. Dennis, what did you think of last week's episode? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know you guys liked it. It was a 4.5 for me. It like was all 4. That's, yeah. All that stuff, like, it was just, it was too much for me.
1: It was a 4.5. I have a
2: biology degree, so all that bullshit about splitting somebody into two different people just kind of got to me.
0: keep <laughs> thinking about it too hard. Yeah. It's, this is Voyager. Don't, don't think. Just watch
1: i mean I this i think the, the the real motto here is this is voyager barely watch like scroll scroll through your phone look at look at instagram or something while it's on in the back your,
2: your
0: taxes okay so i have to tell the story like on the show now because this is 100 percent true i uh i started playing the episode and i was like god damn it it's a neelix episode oh yeah i need to do my taxes still let me do that real quick and i paused the show <laughs> and I did my taxes yeah
1: yeah it's a tough one because it is a Neelix
2: episode one good thing about it though the guy who plays Jatrell like he's played some good characters in episodes, because he was that Dr. Mora Mm -hmm. the Odo's like creepy uh caregiver I guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) like when Odo was first learning how to be humanoid
0: that's right he
2: um he also was the Romulan in your favorite episode, Bob. The, the Defector. Defector. Yeah,
1: that's my yeah. favorite episode.
2: And he's also Alexander from the future.
3: Alexander from oh. the future.
2: Yeah. I Although I don't recognize him from that.
3: Yeah. Well, if, if you pay attention to his voice, though, I mean, it's, it's he's got one of those, those voices and faces. And one of the things I made note of is that I totally got a Doc Brown vibe off of him. Yeah. Like if if we needed to recast any Chris Lloyd stuff, yes, at a certain, back. I could I could, <laughs> I could almost see him in that part.
1: That's who he plays. That's who he dresses up every year for Halloween. He dresses up like Doc Brown's Bay he. I mean, he got the, the lab coat and the goggles, and he just goes, "Morty,
2: Voyager going eight point eight, yeah, uh, on the warp scale, yeah."
1: 21 gigawatts i i mentioned periodically at least three or four times in my notes wow this guy's got a great voice yeah i could just Mm. listen to him talk like he's got a great delivery he's he's really good this episode does kind of kind of break down at least for me into like monologue practice i just feel like they're it's just people giving monologues like there's a I point, know. there's a point there where Neelix gives one and then uh Jarrell gives one, and then Neelix gives another one, and then there's another one. It's just there's so many fucking just like moments of acting, you know? Yeah.
2: And it was just too much. And part of the problem for me, and I think this is becoming a trend with Voyager, <laughs> is they're they're kind of doing things that were done in DS9 and TNG. And not doing it as well like if you're going to rehash something then you should knock it out the park but this is like when Worf could have given his blood to save that romulan who was dying you know and he had like mm-hmm. everybody was kind of monologuing him about and stuff and he would monologue them back and so, you know it's like this didn't really seem like an original plot
3: this has also reminded me a lot of that one of my favorite ds9's duet where the, yeah. the guy who was claiming to be the war criminal came back and surrendered so he mm-hmm. could yeah. you know face his punishment or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which for a second, I was like, wait, is this was this guy in DS9? But it was like, because that would have gone too. It's like, hey, can we get the same actor to put on yeah. different makeup and do a similar part? Well, the
1: episode starts, I mean, right off the bat, it's annoying because it's Neelix and it's the holodeck. So it's like two things that you're just like, fuck me, this damn is it. a bad start.
2: Are every episode from now on going to start in holodeck rooms?
3: <laughs> yes. Somehow, someway, it'll be in the holodeck. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because I, I've watched ahead and next week. No way. Yeah. Does First it seriously scene. start in the holodeck? It starts no. in the holodeck. God damn it. Wow. I
1: think a lot of the episodes start in the holodeck because it's like, what else are you going
3: to do?
0: I mean, I guess you are got to be bored by now.
3: If you're 80 years from home and you've got a holodeck.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, fuck it.
1: True. But if you're 80 years from home and you have a holodeck, that doesn't mean you have to start every one of your episodic television episodes in the holodeck. Figure something else out to do.
3: Well, well, we catalog some gaseous anomalies and... (laughs) investigated a nebula give me like a flintstones
1: intro where like somebody how like you know maybe taurus is at her station and the the bird sounds and then she slides down the, the jeffrey's mm-hmm. tubes and like lands in her car yeah and all that give me that that's what i want to see that'd be a cool yeah but show. if
3: she had a car it'd be on the holodeck that's true
1: yeah i guess she would just end up there at least she could at least show me that like and be like what's happening here did they are did they land on some prehistoric planet no they're just in the holodeck playing flintstones
0: amazing. Or like a Simpsons episode where Voyager's just going through space, like skateboarding off of a uh, random nebulas. Yeah,
3: that'd be cool.
2: And they have so- a bridge
3: gag at the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the beginning of Lower Dicks? Kinda, yeah. But um,
1: but yeah. So this episode just starts bad, and then all of a sudden the captain uh, calls home, girl uh neelix to the bridge and hey neelix this guy's looking for you and then neelix sees him and he's like oh and he gets all weird
3: that's Harko- a hakonian ship that's oh, no. the
1: house of ha- what is it dennis from dune oh house uh, Harkonnen. yeah yeah i kept, yeah, I kept thinking the house of Harkonnen the whole time
2: yeah. floating around I'm
1: everywhere yeah <laughs> oh, that'd be cool if they put him in there i'd watch that <laughs> it would be
2: cool and sting shows up yeah i
1: his, will kill him in his little tidy whities <laughs> Yes. God, I gotta watch. I gotta watch Dune again.
3: It was real pervy.
1: It's Dune is on. Um, watch instantly. I think on Amazon. It's
2: also yeah. That's on where I watch it last. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Dune. Dune's a weird movie. I enjoyed. I it.
0: couldn't get through it without Ben stopping it every five minutes to explain things.
3: It, now that was not a bad thing. That was requested.
0: That was absolutely requested. Okay. Like, just, I just wanted, yeah,
3: because no, I know it wasn't you couldn't being get, sarcastic. It oh, wasn't, I know. I know. It I just wasn't wanted like them to know. Star
0: Trek the motion <laughs> picture, where it was like, I can't get through this with <laughs> <Ben> <laughs> <interrupting> <laughs> every 10 seconds. <laughs>
3: Emergency. Emergency. It's
2: funny, too, because Dune, like the first 10 minutes, is somebody explaining what's happening to you.
3: <laughs> yes. It
2: depends on which opening. It's one like, of the Rings. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get the the cartoon version or do you get the princess version?
1: I like the princess version
3: when she's just talking and I like the 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 uh, storyboard cartoon version because it gives the history and you see all the things happening mm-hmm. and-
1: they do try to jam a lot into that movie though because what the, the novel that I've only read like six chapters of that I've tried to read and they're not even off the fucking planet yet man like whoa. It's a lot
3: of information there. Was giving. Frank
2: Herbert boys with uh, J.R. Tolkien or something?
3: <laughs> Probably. Could be. But like I, I still remember when TNG started that I w- my big excitement about Patrick Stewart was that it was Gurney Howitt was in this new Star Trek thing. Yeah. I could see that. He, he was he wasn't Picard, he was he was Gurney. I mean it was mm-hmm. just like, oh no, no. It's it's my boy from Dune. Yeah. I think I still have Index Caliber.
2: He's awesome in Excalibur, too.
3: I definitely have the Excalibur Star Log, but I don't know if I ha- still have the Dune Star Log. Star Log. We
0: haven't had a Star Log right hey, You know what? Yeah, it's a been while. a while.
3: We didn't have fucking internet back then, okay? We had to get the information somewhere.
0: Well, Jenny was
1: sticking up for you. Jenny was saying that was your first Star Log magazine mentioned in quite a while, and I was agreeing
0: with yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, and no, I, just,
3: I'm just you guys you don't know what it was like back Calm in the day, down. Man. We didn't even have BBS's. All right, old man. Jeez but uh
1: but yeah so this is a Neelix episode and Neelix goes to the bridge and he he finds out that this guy who's looking for him is Dr. Borard um, who is the guy who invented the weapon that had the meteoron cascade, a super weapon that killed over 300,000 people on Tylax's moon Rhinox, including Neelix's family. And this is where the acting begins, because Neelix runs out of the room and just starts shaking.
3: See, I thought this dude was like, you know, it's like, hey, is is Neelix there? I'd like to talk to, because I thought this was going to go a different direction. He's looking
0: for student loans or something?
3: Well, he's just looking for, you know, to talk to him about his car's extended warranty and to kill the last Talaxian. He's just like, just just rounding up the last of them. The other guy got
2: organ harvested, so you're the last one now.
3: Yep. Yeah. I I, I was at Organ Harvest Planet, and they said, no, no, dog, we took care of it. And he's like, okay, thanks.
0: So I just have to read my first note that I wrote down here. On one hand, genocide is bad. On the other hand, it's Neelix. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus.
3: But yeah.
1: No, you're right, because my note, Jenny, says, um, this is all caps, a Neelix episode. Oh, God, kill him, kill him. (laughs) You
2: know, it's weird on Twitter today I saw some, um, somebody tweet that they love Felix. they don't see how anybody can not love Neelix. It's and such a there heavy were person. a bunch of replies with people agreeing.
3: What? Yes, I saw this too, Dennis, and I, I was baffled. People like Neelix?
1: I love neelix
3: i'm gonna put it on yeah. the poll. do you he's, like he's, he's good with children he's friendly he's always optimistic i'm like he
2: gaslights what? his nine-year-old girlfriend
3: <laughs> you know who else was good with children hitler was good with children oh. i don't like him though yeah
1: i uh, do so people like right. neelix
3: yeah wow that's love him stupid. we know someone directly who does and it's it's disturbing
0: uh like if if Neelix was more like in this episode, most of the time, mm-hmm. like I felt like he was not nearly as obnoxious. Maybe because he was about to be killed, or you know he thought he was going to get killed or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I I felt like the acting was overall better. He wasn't like just wacky and like an annoying fucking sidekick the entire time. If he was more written more like this more more often, it would be better. Like. I wouldn't want to punch him in the face every time he's on screen. I can see I, that
3: the optimism that that over bubbly cheery happiness gets me, and I know that many of the conflicts I have in real life with people, like at work or in social situations. Are generally with people who are just too bubbly. See the good in everything, and oh, put a smile on your face. No, motherfucker, I, I, I got issues right now. I'd like to be unhappy. Thank you.
1: Sounds to me like somebody's got a case of the Mondays.
3: That punch <laughs> that guy right in the face.
1: Um, this is my thing with Neelix. It's all an act. It's all bullshit. He's not that guy.
3: Yeah, because the true Neelix comes out that that dark i mean like the stuff mm-hmm. with uh kiss in the nebula stuff yes yeah. ago yeah that's not neelix he
1: pretends to be this bubbly happy cheery like happy go lucky you mm-hmm. know no cares whatsoever kind of guy but no he's a real douchebag like we saw that the first episode like what did he do in the pilot i mean he lied cat- he tricked
2: them so he could kidnap his underage, his girlfriend. underage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he pulled a matt gates they <laughs> tricked him and went down to the planet and stole the underage girl and then trafficked her for sex. What
3: is yeah. she like two, three,
1: she's nine or something. No, no, no. She can only I guess live to she, nine.
2: She's probably like what? Six or seven. I don't no. know. Do they
1: ever say? I don't know. I'm looking now, but I did put it on the poll at dork Trek on Twitter is and
2: whose years are we using here? Yeah, that's true. The too. They're talking, I, I will, they're talking with <laughs> each other. <laughs> Are they talking Talaxian years or, or uh what what's her race? Okampen? Yeah, I think
1: we're t- I think we're talking O'Compin because they only live to nine. So we kind of are forced to go
3: with hers. But how long
2: are their years related relative to ours?
3: Ben <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull the plug on this bitch just if right.
2: If each of their years is like eight of our years, yeah. then yeah, that's you know okay. Well,
3: she appears to be 20 something, but Hey, that's what Matt Gates said.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she appears. <to> be
3: <laughs> she, yeah. she, she looks
2: so her
3: Well, okay. So it says that she was born in 2369. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 69, dude. <laughs> and nice. This episode was that's in That's what Felix said. <laughs> this episode was in 71. So, two years, 70, 71. So yeah, she's like two. All right. Maybe Uh, two.
1: But I will give her credit. um, And this is in my notes as well. And we're jumping all over the place here. But she's more Troy than Troy ever was. Yeah. Because when Neelix is having his breakdown and he reveals what really happened, uh, Kes is there to kind of walk him through his feelings and help him out with the emotions and kind of make sense of it all. I think she's very good at her role. Like she plays her role very, very well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think she's not like objectified, at least so far, like it no, yeah. was right from the beginning.
1: I agree. Like she's moderately dressed. She looks like if she had one of those white things on her head, she would look like one of those weird like uh, what are the ladies called? Uh, nun? No, not a nun. The, the, they're not. They're almost more. They're almost um, uh, Amish, the Mennonite. She looks like uh, a Mennonite. Mennonite. She dresses like a Mennonite woman. You know, okay. all she all she needs is a little white thing on her. I hand. think
2: I saw her ankle one time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> scandalous. You know that is scandalous, but yeah, she's um she's very good at her. She's, I really like Kess, and I didn't think I would say that with one episode remaining in the first season. I agree. When I break it down into my favorite characters on the show, Kess is at the top, and i and that shocks me. But
2: we don't see her either.
1: Distance makes the heart grow fonder. (laughs) Yeah, I think There's not a lot of
2: opportunities for the writers to ruin it for us.
1: True. Mm -hmm. And can we get a B story? Just one B story, like just one. I would love a B story.
0: You know, that's a good point. We don't, we really don't see a whole lot of B stories like at all. It's just Bam. Filler. yeah just filler
2: although for this one i think the main story is like pretty common it would have been weird to have a b story that wasn't directly related to it going
1: no, on No, i know but i mean you could have done a b story maybe later on in the episode they're playing pool again and tuvok fucks up a shot and then he goes Oh, they play pool again yeah in a creepy dream sequence yeah
2: what the fuck was that
3: see i think i think uh tuvok <laughs> in that opening scene though setting folks up you think he's hustling? He's. I think he's setting up the hustle, yeah. and he's uh, like, "Oh, did I miss a shot?" Is that can be gr- the
2: series finale.
3: Oh, when he just runs instead of because they
2: play pool and he he destroys everybody.
3: <laughs> I think it could be.
1: I really like Tuvok as well. Like Tuvok is one of my 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 three favorite characters on this show. Are probably Janeway, Tuvok, and Kes, and that
3: shocks me. Mine is Janeway, the Doctor, and Tuvok. Yeah, he's that third one. Okay. We're just barely. Yeah, I
2: think the doctor's up there for me.
0: The doctor's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Still the doctor's still number one for me. He's I know it's gonna change and change quickly, but for <laughs> right now he's still just above Janeway. Really? The... Yeah but you know it's it's close and only because i know that i'm going to really start liking janeway late later Mm -hmm. okay and then tuvok he's he's here's the thing though for me the one who could push tuvok out of the uh, top three spot harry kim Mm. Uh, jenny you didn't give us your three and then we'll go
1: back to kim
0: janeway for sure um you know i'm still kind of a fan of chakotay not necessarily the way that the writers make him like have racist situations, problematic dialogue and shit. <laughs> but just his personality. Um and I you know, I think I'm a fan of the Doctor too.
1: Yeah, I forgot about you the doctor. What? No,
0: I wanna go with I might go with Torres. I like her. Yeah,
1: Torres is pretty good.
0: Yeah.
2: He doesn't get a lot of opportunities to shine.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think maybe that's why I liked the last episode because she get to, you know, stretch her legs a little bit.
2: And her teeth.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) And act like a Klingon.
1: This is a dumb Neelix episode, and we're just knee-deep in Neelix, and he tells us what happens at his planet, and the scientist created this bomb, and he wants to examine Neelix to see if he has this rare blood disease, and he my looks- note
3: says space Oppenheimer yes because I d- they just got really heavy handed even though Michael Piller was like I, I don't see the allegory to Hiroshima it's like <laughs> how really? how do you not yeah I mean
0: they all then, but spelled it out yeah, honestly yeah.
2: a bright light brighter than a thousand suns
1: and then Janeway's playing go between the two of them and in my notes I actually have written here and I'm going to read this to you verbatim doesn't the captain of this ship have anything better to do than play a messenger between her annoying cook and a genocidal scientist? I mean, <laughs> really? I, like, she's going, well, you can tell him that I would rather be stuck in a pot of Galaxian eels than to have that man within five parsecs of me. It's like, fuck, dude, I'm the captain. I got real shit I got to do. I got to get 150 motherfuckers home. They, they're
3: bored as fuck fuck bob I, yeah they she's are, playing she's telephone. looking for anything to do like she's turning shit off on the sh- like she's turning <laughs> off the communications lines just so people have to walk room to room to deliver messages anything she can do for entertainment anything
1: now do you think like she goes back and tells Jertel or whatever his name is this is what neelix said bubble gum apple pie
3: Bubblegum apple pie? Why <laughs> I never. That's an hakonian curse. <laughs> like, what? How dare! And why is her and why is she and kes her and she and kes all up in his face? Like Janeway, I've noticed this in a few episodes when she's talking to people, she really. why would you? Don't don't you want to see? Like she's just like one no, of these things. That's
2: the that's the director or whoever is. uh because that that's like a uh, production note for, for Voyager. Everybody to talk really close to each other.
0: You're right. They're all close
3: well, You know, talks. maybe they were you know because they hadn't converted to widescreen yet, and they were just like, hey, if you're going to get in the shot, you got a close talk.
2: Well, because we noticed- they didn't they didn't ask a uh, for when they built the bridge set or something, you know? Yeah. And so now everything is really poorly designed. At the right shot, they need to, everybody stand so close to each other.
3: I don't know, but yeah, she's a close talker, and she really gets into the stories like when when you tell her the genocide story, she's she's, a, le- she's leaning in on this. Dude,
1: she's like your typical liberal white woman, like that's what liberal white women do, like that's their job like she, to to r- to to
3: feel the pain
1: of every minority group that has ever been wrong, but yet to do nothing really
3: about it. She went back to the bridge, logged in. Changed yes. her avatar. Yes, uh profile know. picture
1: changed. Yeah, she's Re-created like, I'm gonna change. I'm stuff. gonna. I'm gonna change my profile picture. And I'm gonna tweet something bad about the Harconians, and then say like, you know, peace to the three hundred thousand Talaxians that got destroyed. And that's my contribution for the day.
2: It's against the Metreon Cascade.
1: Yeah. Now let's go to brunch. Yeah. Come on, Torres. Let's go to brunch. But yeah, she's just a liberal white lady. <laughs>
3: Oh my God, is is Torres her brown friend?
1: No, that's Tuvok.
3: Okay. She had, because she, no, no, see, though, Torres fits the, because she's biracial and then she's like, you know, Problematic, but she's still collecting sciencey. She's
2: collecting ethnicities yeah. on her
3: bridge. Yeah. To oh my cover god, all of the bases. like I can't be racist.
1: I hang out with that Asian guy and that black yeah. dude. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? It's okay if I say that. Puerto I Klingon 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 friend. On. Yeah, I have a Puerto Rican Klingon friend. Okay, do I you? Let, I let her in my house and I wonder if she steals stuff, but I do it quietly and I don't say it out loud.
3: <laughs> exactly. I was just thinking about the live, laugh, love this thing. <laughs> this is probably one of the more diverse uh, bridge crews now that I think about it yeah yeah and I a, guess because because I am such a liberal and have watched Star Trek all these years I didn't even notice that because it, it I, was just a, a normal thing I did I you noticed it like,
1: yeah I noticed a lot of minorities and I thought that was pretty cool like I liked the I thought it was neat I was into it they even let a woman drive. They let well, no, technically they let a criminal drive.
3: Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He can't vote in some states, but he can drive a starship. Yeah, he can't vote
1: in the Federation elections, but he can, yeah. But yeah, no. Um Janeway's cool. Yep. But yeah, she gets into it. She leans into it. She's super excited. And man oh man, Neelix has some crazy eyebrows. Am I right? <laughs> like oh my the, god. <laughs> Like he's he's got he's got like it's like Jack McCoy. Yeah. He's everywhere.
2: It's like there is a roach hiding inside his eyebrows or something. <laughs> and it's like it's antenna were poking out.
1: I couldn't take my eyes off the antennas. Like I couldn't yeah. stop looking at him. Like nobody thought that was distracting that he's got these two giant hairs that are shooting out of his eyebrows.
3: I mean, I try to keep mine trimmed because when people get a certain age, they start going a little crazy, but uh, it's art.
1: I've honestly been tweezing my eyebrows since like the 10th grade. Oh, wow. Because I remember I watched an episode of Night Court, and on the episode of Night Court, they were making fun of a person who had a unibrow, and I was like, what's a unibrow and Now that I know what that is, I don't want one. So I've been literally tweezing my eyebrows since I was ten years.
3: Well, old. see, I, I was my biggest that. fear is
1: to have one eyebrow.
3: Yeah, no, I. Whenever there's a stray in between, yes, that that's gone. The ones but I'm talking the middle, about the 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 crazy ones on the side, though.
1: The ones in the middle are okay, but the ones like your crazy Jack McCoy eyebrow hairs, they fucking hurt when you pull them out. That's why
3: you don't pull them; you trim them. Those are John. real
2: tear jerkers.
3: Are tear jerkers. <laughs> I pull them out. I just yank them right out. Yeah, I uh, see. I, I'm always afraid though that I'm going to cut them too close, so I'll let them go too far, because I, I basically I don't want to look like I'm trying out for RuPaul's Drag Race. You'll look like Thomas the Train. You don't want Thomas the Train eyebrows.
0: Well, so. <laughs> the thing was,
3: though, is last time I got my eyebrow, like I got a haircut recently, and she was like, "Oh, let me touch up those oh. eyebrows." And she went like, like she went in, and then when she did, I heard, "Oh." And it wasn't a good O. and no. like then she had to like try to salvage it and stuff. and so it was like all uneven. Oh. And she and had to like trim it down.
0: You dude, you can get away with having slightly jacked up eyebrows for like three days. Yeah, just uh,
2: just get your eyebrows plucked and then get some permanent makeup going.
3: That's not happening. That's Why not don't happening. you just get Spock eyebrows? Because when I was 12 years old, I got beat with a belt for that. Oh because my parents left me at home alone. And I got my dad's razor, and I took and shaved half my uh, eyebrows off. That's fun. And then got my mom's eyebrow pencil and vulcanized my face. Um, and when yeah, and when they came home,
1: that means like, you put a
3: you put on a bunch of rouge and eyeshadow.
1: Too, well, I I just I just gray. did the eyebrows. Yeah. I
3: didn't do the blue. I was looking for she didn't have any blue eyeshadow. Otherwise, she would have looked like Mimi from uh, Drew Carey. Because Spock
1: wears a ton of makeup.
3: Yes. Like Spock. Just, yeah.
2: That's how Nimoy showed up for auditions. They're like, I guess it works.
3: <laughs> well, he refused to take it off. And they're like, well, we'll have to work around it. Yeah. yeah now, I, he- I used to put clothespins on my ear, ah. hoping that they would uh, grow that way. So Did it work? No. Well, maybe. I don't know.
0: Kind of. Yeah. Kind of.
3: I mean, I used to get called elf ears in, in middle school. Like, no, I'm a Vulcan they, dick bag. I did that and then got, <laughs> got beat up by the class bully because he's like, well, hey, what the fuck up, elf ear? And I'm like, actually, they're Vulcaneers. And he's like, shut the fuck up. But, you know, fuck you, Tony Hamilton. You're dead now. I'm not. Boom. Jesus. Suck it, Tony Hamilton. So, yeah, so.
2: Um, Hamilton and Hamilton with Tony. Coincidence? Maybe, I his dad know.
3: shot him. He was hopped up on meth. That sounds about right. So yeah, so
1: um, the doctor Jartel, or how do you pronounce his name? Jartel. 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 J names and trick. Yeah, J- is
3: examining him, and Neelix goes. The
2: name sounds like a black hair care product.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be the one that said it, but.
0: Uh, let your soul glow
1: yeah (laughs) so he's going into his routine and then Neelix starts telling a story about how he caught some some beast
3: yeah some creature chalk. yeah and it was I mean it's just like dripping with sarcastic allegory here and and like you know the doctor's like are you done (laughs) it's like come on Well, see, the doctor keeps
1: playing that whole – and this is something that I would like to talk about. The doctor keeps kind of saying, like, no, I'm a scientist. Like, I developed this, but there's – the blame for its implication is on the government and the military. Like, they were the ones that decided to use this weapon. I just developed a technology, so I'm okay. And I'm watching this go, no, you're just as bad, if not worse. Like you conceived yes. this this weapon of mass destruction and you – I mean then the military took it from you, yes, but you conceived it. So you are – the blame squarely lies on your shoulders for this.
0: It's kind of like um, that thing, I think it was on The Simpsons, where they're just like, I'm just going to swing my arms like this, and if you walk into it and get punched, that's not my fault. Well, <laughs> I'm going to start
3: kicking like this, and if you happen to get in the way, that's your fault, not mine. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's what he's saying with this, this weapon that he created.
1: Yeah, it's it's just not it's not a I, good argument. But he's but he's clinging to it like like he's taking some high ground here. Like I'm a scientist and I had to see it to its end because but you of- want to know
3: how things work. That I mean, we can't be ignorant if if we don't figure out how things work, we'll be dumb. So now I know how Metrion cascades work and I know mm-hmm. they're bad. <laughs> but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't do it. Jeez. Yeah science science <laughs> yeah that that's one of my notes respect the science yeah but the other thing i kind of picked up uh when they were talking in the briefing room just before that and they're like uh well didn't you, you know what about the casualties or whatever and they were like oh we didn't expect that we just figured it'd be intense enough that it killed everybody <laughs> yeah i love that like yeah what Bo- <laughs> jesus <laughs> So you went in expecting to kill everybody. I mean, it was just like, yeah, we was it to be instant death. Oops. I didn't know people would suffer. Yeah, we. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not a tyrant. I'm not a, a, a monster, Jesus. Yeah. and that was that was the one flaw of the weapon because we thought it
1: would kill everyone instantly. So the fact that they survived—that's a real shame. Not for them, but for my, you know, science purposes. Mm-hmm. I I missed a decimal.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I carried. told him we should have used a lot more metreon isotopes. Should have ca- carried that too. Then, <laughs> fuck! Now you got all these people crying. I'm I'm wounded.
1: I'm melting. <laughs> but again, like I don't understand. Like Janeway's kind of. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we can do all this stuff to help Neelix. We got to go back to that planet. Sure, we can spin around the other way, but we're, we're, it's not the right way. Whatever. We got to do this for Neelix. They do a lot of shit for Neelix. Yeah.
2: And that's the thing. Like you're talking about a good B story would have been Neelix not wanting to go back to his home planet because he was a coward and like the draft basically. But, it doesn't even come up that, oh hey, here's your home, Neelix. Like he's not interested in going back. They don't That's meet the moon. any uh Talaxian thing. It's like okay.
3: Yeah, they we're we're arriving at Rhinex now. Not oh we're because Talaxia was the, the planet. So it's just it's not yeah. oh we've arrived at Talaxia, we've arrived at the Talaxians. No, we've arrived at Rhinex. You can yeah. see Talaxia in the background, but we're at Rhinex. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Jesus. Well, they lost to the uh, Haconians, so they've lost their right to be named. It's just like, sorry, we don't talk about losers on this show. No <laughs> losers allowed. Thumbs down. But,
1: uh, but it, it was this episode didn't really keep my interest all that much. I was walking around the house and doing a bunch of other stuff while I was on.
3: But... I had to get talked down about his homeworld, because we're several months into this trip. And we're still in range of his home world that we could, even though it's going to be a significant delay or, you know, out of the way, it was still close enough that they just like, oh, yeah, let's pop over to like to, to You know, it's just around the corner, even though we've been traveling away from where we found him for months and months. Yeah. But then somebody explained, just like, yeah, probably after the war, they kind of got scattered you know all the rest mm-hmm. of the draft dodgers were in space canada and they're like okay just keep going no no, gotta... no
1: he left the planet
3: to yeah. draft dodge well no no well no he was back on talaxia draft dodging yeah but i'm saying after the war though it looks like a lot of the talaxians you know kind of are dispersed throughout yeah they got their little diaspora going on but uh
1: just like it takes a long time to get nowhere with this episode because Neelix is being a jerk and then he has that stupid dream.
0: Um what the hell was that? Jesus. Because that that was at a part that I was trying to do my taxes again and <laughs> trying to not pay a million dollars.
1: Well, the dream sequence was back at the pool hall in the holodeck, and Neelix took a safety because he didn't have a shot in the very beginning of the game. So the neelix shadow and it's obviously neelix it's clearly neelix because it's his voice he's saying like you know you're you're taking another safety because you're a coward and then everybody kind of shows up and they do the deep space nine bit where they just get actors from the show to play other people yeah
0: mm-hmm. like
3: Kess's okay. palaxia the well Kess was great perfect. the makeup that was, was amazing kick ass yeah
1: like they were going for some spooky vibe and it just wasn't it just wasn't happening
0: okay it just completely missed me like what was the point of him having that dream dream sequence like why would they even put this this scene in and
2: they didn't tell us he was a coward yet we didn't know that so that's what was weird about him taking a safety is like what are you talking about him always taking this to make any sense
3: it's it's building up to it it's a suspense Yeah, yeah
2: but yeah that's dumb this is because we, yeah, we knew
3: about palaxia yeah we knew because you know he told us about how he went down to the plant because the guy's like oh my my family left me you don't know what it's like and which I, I thought
1: was a pretty good monologue
3: that he gave i was all about neelix on that one which is just yeah. super rare for me to say because it's like oh i'm sorry your wife left you Three hundred thousand people got vaporized but your wife left you it's very similar Very similar. You don't
2: understand, Neelix. She had these huge tracts of land,
3: (laughs) (laughs) and so when he did that whole story thing, it was just like. But then when he, the note I have, and I feel bad about it, but when because I do it in as it's happening. But he's like, you know, we we go down and 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 there's the rubble, and then some figure starts coming out of the rubble, and you don't know what it is. And so my note is, it's coming right at me. Shoot it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I've watched Walking Dead. This, nothing good comes of this. But then he tells about the horrifying conditions. My only problem, if you're from a planet named Talaxia, don't name your kid Palaxia. Yeah, it was weird.
2: I guess everybody just has an X in their name. Yeah.
3: Well, all the Vulcans for a long time, you know, they had the SK thing going on. T's, S's, and K's spock Sarek, to pring to Pow tuvok oh well, tupac that was a big argument when this show first came out was that tuvok had a t name and that was a girl thing everybody's like no no girl vulcans have t's boy the vulcans hey i'm, no, not, I'm just it a black the 90s. Thing. it was a different th- time
2: <laughs> it's a black vulcan the yes.
3: black vulcan but,
1: I mean, it's just, I don't know. It just takes too long to get nowhere. Yeah. Because,
3: yeah, I don't know. And then we get to engineering and they're going to use the transport. Like, I like a, I've been studying your transporters and Captain chainway's like, um, shouldn't you be trying to help Neelix? <laughs> I mean, the, the transporters are more interesting. I will give you that. But Yeah, the transporters oh. are way more interesting than Neelix. But, yeah, she's
1: Probably more important. Yeah, they are. Okay. I mean, I think that's clear.
3: The note I as soon as he beamed up, I was like, "If this is going to be some weird, you know, people trapped in a cloud bullshit." Well, I mean, that's kind of what it was, and that's what it was. Yeah, and it's like, God damn it,
1: it was people trapped in a cloud bullshit.
3: <laughs> Every mean, we, week we go back to the same three stories. We mm-hmm.
1: get there eventually. They they cover their tracks better with this people stuck yeah. in a cloud um, bullshit, but. That's eventually what we get to.
0: Yeah. And if they hadn't already worn us out on that, then this might have been better. You know? Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I didn't like his, his phrase of, oh, they're they're still there, but they're in animated suspension. And I'm yeah, like that was weird. Animated suspension. Uh, is that like reverse jumbo suspended shrimp. animation? <laughs> well, I've heard of suspended animation, but now we're animated suspension. Yeah. This is like the fuck does that even mean
1: dennis do you because i know your internet's going out would you like to talk because yeah so we don't talk over you no it's just it's dumb
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like how it was breaking up but we knew we knew yeah it's dumb (laughs) this is dumb
1: There are moments that are dumber than others. I think there's a lot of acting in this episode, like a lot of like heavy acting. Uh, Jatel does some really good acting. Neelix tries his best, but it's just just hard for me to care about Neelix. Yeah. Because I dislike him so much that it's like, I don't give a fuck what happens to him. If Mm -hmm. he dies, he dies. Like, let's give him the old fucking... uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator, thumbs down. Like that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to see.
0: There was a line that um, I guess he, was, the guy, was saying something like, "You know, I need, I need you to help me" or whatever. And Neelix says, "I'd rather die than help him." Die, yeah. And I said, "Bye, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Bye. My note says, "What Neelix has some awful disease." Awesome exclamation. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But like, oh my
1: God. I just don't care. Like, I, I mean, I, th- I think they tried, but yeah, the people in the clouds thing was
3: just too much. Um, I, I kept hoping for a scream because when the, the, the Talaxian started forming on the transporter pad, it was very reminiscent of the motion picture. Yeah, that would have been cool. And I was waiting for one of those, those digital screams as they disassociated. <laughs> and didn't happen. It was just all quiet.
1: And like, I enjoyed the the special effects where he had the group of and goo in that mm-hmm. canister. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. That was some Odo goo. <laughs> I mean, that's no, that was I mean, the same type Odo. of thing. But the idea of it was pretty neat though. Like he just kind of, he, he did a little trek and pushed yeah. a button. And then all of a sudden there was like this organic matter that was kind of moving and breathing in there in like this weird kind of horror movie way.
3: I thought, I mean, I got notes on that where it's just like, he's up to some shit. And then when he deactivated the doctor, I'm like, oh, shit. It's on. And then when Neelix comes in, I thought it was very clunky, the dialogue. Yeah. Because as he's walking him out, trying to get him out, he turns, wait, are you trying to do some mad scientist style, unethical (laughs) experiment in the (laughs) sick bay with the doctor deactivate? it's like, what are you, calm down. (laughs) Are you doing experiments? (gasps) My God yeah it's like calm down
0: simmer down how dare you do science on this science ship? they convince
3: the doctor they convince i mean they convince jane way they but she's quick once she decides to go for it it's like yeah throw up the containment field let's let's beam them up brr, let's, brr, do brr. let's go
1: well cause go it, time well the doctor is playing to her scientific nature
3: yep she's a science officer yeah,
1: she's a science officer. She's going to be down with this. The plan sounded kind of neat. I don't understand how they would use the transporter in that fashion to, like, create such a wide beam. to a- For the whole planet's cloud. Yeah, system. yeah. Like, that seemed improbable and kind of dumb to me. Um,
3: That's why it didn't work. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Were they going to do it 300,000
1: times?
3: Yeah, I guess. Talk about eating up the batteries. I mean, Jesus. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so they they so the doctor, uh, Jatel says his big plan, his big reveal is like, hey man, the organic matter is in the in the cloud, yeah. and so if we can, you know, find all their DNA, which how the fuck would they even do that? Like they've got three hundred thousand people's DNA on file. Well, yeah,
3: because they all signed up for Ancestry.com. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: all right fair enough they all got the vaccine with the microchip so they have the microchip number mm-hmm. and they can punch it in the computer could happen but are, isn't this kind of like some kind of digital Frankenstein like is zo- aren't you creating or like creating like a race of zombie people because you're trying to bring these people back from the dead are they still alive are, is like is there organic matter that's floating well, around they like like you and- you're breaking up real quick because
2: the transporter obliterates you and puts together. Sorry.
1: It's okay. Well, go ahead. Try it again.
2: I was saying it's like using the transporter because the transporter turns you into energy and then turns you back into matter. So it obliterates you and then puts you back together. So it's kind of like the same concept. Mm-hmm. He's They're to-
1: already obliterated.
3: So yeah. you just need to
1: know. No, bring no them I understand I understand that. But uh... okay. So, but you're doing that to a living complete human being and then breaking them
3: down and they were living in complete when they got dispersed so you're just taking their dna so that you have a pattern to match to find the matching bits in the cloud and reassemble it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah but what kind of condition would they come back in would they be
3: burned and
1: horrifically scarred from the from the The exploits Or are they just going to be like right? Because I mean, it's not like the, it's not like it happened instantly. But it's not like the transporter is going to create a body for you. I mean, if your body Mm -hmm. was destroyed from this, this cascade,
3: Dennis.
2: That's part of the thing. Like the transporter, before it transports you, creates like a pattern. It knows how to reassemble. Like this is just. Random atoms of people spread around on the planet. Yeah.
1: You know, how so how, how put them back together. So how would they reassemble them? They're just kinda of, he's just saying the transporter will do all the legwork.
3: Yeah. He he's got he's got the DNA, he's got the algorithm, which is the blueprint. He's got the organic matter that's in the cloud. But what state is the organic matter in in the cloud? That's An my energized
1: card. state. Because when he brought it together in that little container, it looked all gooey, and, yeah, and gross and kind of yeah. messy. But Dennis is giving the thumbs
3: down. Well, it obviously didn't work. No, it didn't work. <laughs> but I'm just trying to figure yeah. out, like the well, it's it's there was too much uh, uh, deterioration or whatever, and so it's just like there's not not enough. To get it back together, so there's not an. I they found it reg- sounded
0: like basically they had like three hundred thousand, uh, you know, five thousand piece jigsaw puzzles, and they just threw them into a giant vat, and then said, "Here's the boxes." Yeah, now you, you got go the find the pieces, put it together.
1: I don't. But do they even have the boxes at that point? That's the DNA. But yeah. where but my whole point is like okay so I get the DNA part of it but I mean like what about the the matter and the flesh and the bone like how do you recreate that through the transporter
3: that's where you you bring it you're bringing in that energy and turning it back into matter that's the whole thing of a transporter I same
0: with I, like a I matter. matter I get
3: turned into energy yes and then I get turned back into matter I understand that part of They're it They're energized right now They've been exploded yeah, they're in the energy state right now. So
1: his whole thing is like, I can just, I can just take in this energy and then reform it into people through your transporter.
3: Right, mm-hmm. as, but it, we use the DNA to make sure we got the right energy to. That bring guy it was high together. as fuck when he thought of that. That yeah. was, some, <laughs> that's some
1: bullshit.
2: That Matrya really a brain.
3: Yeah,
1: he's totally wasted out of his face. That there's mm-hmm. no way that's gonna work.
0: I mean, to be fair, if he was uh, on a lot of drugs, maybe that's why he came up with this whole genocidal weapon to begin with. Hey, man, like, what if I just made this thing that, like, just killed everybody all the time? But yeah. I gave
1: it, like, a real beautiful name, like a meteor or
0: cascade or something, cascade. man. He shit. just looks over and sees the bottle of dishwasher detergent. And he's yeah. like, That's a good name. Cascade
1: Metreon Cascade, man. It sounds like a band name. Let's get guitars and start a band, man. Like, fuck all this science death stuff. Let's get a guitar and some drums and some space bass and we'll start a band. It was
2: originally supposed to be their light show. But yeah. Turned out yeah. Really Weapon
1: yeah dude like you know
0: how pink floyd has the pig
1: that floats around like we're gonna do this crazy light show man and then it blew up the whole planet they're like oh fuck we're screwed
0: it's a disaster area yeah <laughs> metrion cascade someone out there will get that joke <laughs> metrion
1: cascade yeah see i don't know man like i it sounds stupid to me yeah but Ben, what did you just send me
3: i just sent my notes okay yeah, just so if I don't forget them at the end.
1: Turn in the corner here, everybody. Yeah. I Then the scientist, as soon as this experiment fails, he dies.
3: He collapses. <laughs> and, you know, I my, it was like, oh, well, we would have beamed you to sickbay, but you burned up the transporter over juicing it just now. So now we have to wait for the doctor to send his gurney down for you. Sorry. I love
1: the fact that as soon as it didn't work, he just fell over and died.
3: <sighs> for a while. Like, I think that
1: was just his excuse not to have to explain Mm -hmm. how dumb his science was. Like, Mm -hmm. why did
3: you think? no! See, my and my thinking, though, is because the next scene, he's in the bio bed and uh, Neelix, you know, is walking down the hall towards sick bay. One, there was a, a woman walking down the hall behind him. And she suddenly turns, and I didn't see the hallway that she turned down. So it was almost <laughs> like like she just she would rather just pretend to make a turn than be in the same hallway with Neelix. Oh god, it's Neelix. Fuck. Uh, I gotta go over here.
1: He's gonna sexually harass me, I know it.
3: <laughs> but when he goes in and he, you know, has his little scene with Jitrelle and he apologizes or, you know, I forgive you, whatever. And Jitrell does the last gasping breath. Oh. <sighs> As Neelix walks away, you can still see Jertrell breathing, very obviously. <laughs> so it's like, oh, With he one f- eye open. He faked passing out so gone? that Neelix would leave, so he could die in peace. <laughs> I
1: fucking hate that guy.
3: So I was just trying to kill him, and the fact that he wasn't on the planet really bums me out. Right. Three hundred thousand people died needlessly because I was aiming for him.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just.
0: So we got a reply on the. Um on the poll so we got a lot of like votes Oh, then there's a there's an actual reply from our friend english ben who says he used to go out of his way to murder every talaxian on star trek online even try to kill the untargetable npcs (laughs) because he hates neelix so much right oh my god
1: so yeah we have six votes right now do you i'm gonna vote too uh do i hate neelix yes that's on oh no right now the nos are winning 71 percent Oh, my God. 71% of people
0: like Neelix.
3: Well, you should have wanted to no, do better. you
0: like Neelix. So should I should I read? No, it? like, do you hate
3: Neelix? I don't know. I'm, I can't even find the damn thing. Let's right go to so. Dork Trek at Dork Trek. Do you like Neelix?
1: No, Neelix sucks. I think maybe Neelix is just like who would be that character on TNG that people don't, that people just like because I like Data? Is he like, he's not like Data, is he?
3: Data has so many people who love him. I think more people love Data for unknown reasons than hate Wesley for very good and real reasons because i mean i like data i mean we complained about him a
1: lot dennis is frozen i like data we complained about him a lot towards the end but i overall data's
3: fine with me mm-hmm. yeah i loved data jordy episodes yeah those were always fun
1: i think some of the problem with data is it was
3: just too many
1: of the same themes
3: over and over and over again because people liked him so you just beat that dead horse yeah, yeah. and not everybody watched you know
1: every episode in six hour blocks
3: or months at a time so it, it you know you space them out it doesn't seem that bad you take three months off in the summer every year <laughs> yeah. you know you only watch 26 episodes every 12 months yeah it, it's a lot easier to take when you're watching 26 episodes a week it's a <laughs>
0: lot yeah but i just find neelix revolting He's just, he grates on my fucking nerves constantly. And, you know, he's a gaslighter. And he's a- my hes
1: my least favorite character in all of Star Trek. Uh,
0: that's, yeah, that's probably accurate for me, too. I was trying to think of anybody, like literally anyone that I like less. Can't think of anyone. I mean, maybe
1: Wesley. Right?
0: He's up there. Uh, I don't think he's as bad
1: packlids are worse <laughs> yeah but the, yes to be but the packlets are just an alien of the day
3: and wesley's mary sue
1: you know i'm thinking like on the original cast like the original series i like everybody on the original series
3: yeah there's Wait, no one... i check off you don't like check i what? was never a check fan really yeah you didn't like his boyish charms didn't like that i didn't like that he was russian um didn't like um well because the klingons are obviously based on the russians yeah so you hate one you hate both okay um fair enough i i thought he was just kind of shoved into the cast well he was you know just it's like why are you why are you even here but he
0: was i thought he was a decent character he wasn't like obnoxious he wasn't useless
3: i I thought he was a little useless
1: yeah. it's
3: not that bad okay yeah, it's, it's
1: that bad. pretty bad um, on tng You're who do jealous. you who do you dislike most on tng if you had to pick a character on tng who do you dislike you have most? to pick
3: one it's have wesley. to
1: pick one wesley okay yeah. just i mean no, no hesitation okay take wesley out of it because he's not like technically he's not one of the seven cast members yeah he was was his name on screen yeah will wheaton but yeah but he left the show in the third season too
3: Okay, but he was still okay. So, but, but take uh, take so Wesley. No Wesley. no Wesley. See, it's harder than Beverly. Beverly. Okay. I'm thinking
0: Beverly. Yeah, Deanna, She's a little. Bland. I would pick Deanna over
3: Beverly. I agree with Ben. I would pick Deanna over Beverly. I would keep Beverly. Drop Deanna if I had to drop one of the two. I think. Uh, Beverly had better stories when she did get a story. Minus the rape ghost. I thought she was competent. Um, The one
2: where everyone was appearing,
3: that one.
1: I feel so bad because I love Dennis. Now he's frozen. This is what he gets for pretending to be frozen all those times. (laughs) Now he's just really frozen.
0: That's what happens.
3: He looks like a sad Will Smith right now.
0: <laughs> I think he's become a, an energy mass in a cloud. Oh my god, so he's he, he's uh, he's
3: he's uploading himself to the cloud right now.
1: <laughs> but I I like the I, I like more of the the Beverly episodes than uh and I liked her relationship with Picard. I always thought that was fun.
0: That's fair. I don't know. I still like just personality wise, I'll take Deanna over Beverly.
1: Okay. Dennis, you froze up so we couldn't tell what you said, but I'm sure it was points. It's not important and well thought out.
0: No, uh, yours is important because you agree with me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's not, I don't hate Beverly. I just, of everybody else that's left, like she's my least favorite.
0: Okay. Now, well, what about
1: Deep Space Nine? I love that's- them all. That's what I'm saying. It's difficult, but like Neelix is this 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 red
3: flag of like that guy sucks.
2: Yeah. Keiko.
3: We'll try main cast though. She's not in the opening credits. Yeah, Stick yeah. out the same shit.
0: Maybe O'Brien though. I,
3: I love me some O'Brien and I, uh,
0: Julian.
2: Uh, I love Julian. I like Julian. I do too. Sophie's choice. It is kind oh, of one got to go.
1: I don't know. I can't I can't pick if I don't even know who to pick if I had See, to. See okay, somebody. so
3: here's the thing. The problem we have with with Deep Space Nine is you can't pick from just the cast in the opening credits because they have so many characters who should be main characters. Yeah, but called. I love all them too. Exactly. So it's like, okay, so let me just uh drop re- and key-
1: Ezri, yeah, but Ezri's an easy one because she's only. Yeah. But I guess I don't changing the rules on me. <laughs> I wouldn't say Dax because I love Dax. Love Dax. I can't say Quark or
3: Odo.
1: Jake is great. Jake
3: is great. The Jake uh, Cisco dynamic is is awesome. Can't can't fuck with that.
1: You know what? I guess if I had to pick one, Rom, it would be. It would be Norris.
3: Doesn't count. Oh. See, I can't get rid of Norris. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think towards the end, they neuter her so much that she's not the character that I really enjoyed in the first like four seasons. But once she falls in line with Odo, then she's just like, I'm your girlfriend and I just want to love you, Odo. <laughs> and then she kind of loses her edge. In the beginning, she's amazing.
3: I, mean, I would like to lose that storyline <clears throat> yeah. of, that, of that Odo story, and Nereus.
1: That storyline really cripples her. But I guess you know what? Why not during Worf?
0: that time frame that she was being a real badass and fighting towards the end too? So I
3: don't
0: know. Why not? Yeah, she comes back at the end. We saw Warf all through TNG. Oh,
3: I, I, I see. I wasn't even counting him as part of the cast. Yeah, drop Warf in the minute. I, I, mm. no man. He killed
2: Gowron.
1: He did kill Gowron. That was okay. Badass. So, whatever. <laughs>
2: He married Jed in an awesome way,
1: but do you? But now, now do it for for Voyager. Who's your least favorite
3: Voyager? Kid? Neelix.
1: Like it's just it's instant Neelix. Neelix. Yeah. Neelix so, then
3: I mean, kiss. Easy. Yeah. Like they shouldn't. They're they're stragglers. They shouldn't have. Hey, you know what? We we yeah. got to get Neelix home then and, Harry.
2: Ooh. I say
0: Neelix then Paris. I like Paris. Paris, Paris like is just Europe. white bread. Yeah.
2: It's a fight for the bottom on this
1: cast. Yeah, it really is. (laughs) Because, I mean, as much as I like Robert Beltran, Chakotay in this first season has done nothing. Yeah. That that motherfucker is just cashing checks. Now I can see why the writers didn't do anything with you, because you're not really trying. Well, I mean... I just picture that one scene in a couple episodes ago when Janeway's like, come on, do it. And he's like, oh, yeah, like he's just fucking standing around. Like, I think that was a real thing that happened. Yeah. Like, that was a real scene.
0: Unscripted. That was
1: just like, what are you, come
2: on. We hate him like the play a haters ball. Like, we wish we could be him. That's why we hate him.
0: (laughs) That's why I like him. Yeah. (laughs) I I want respect the game.
3: Just collecting the chick.
1: I want to like him. But like I just can't. Like there's so so far he's been really bad.
2: The so show was, is just not good.
1: I hate to say that.
3: Everybody for, has a bad first season.
1: Everybody has a bad first season. That's true.
3: That's always the weak season. Yeah. TNG had a weak season. Uh DS9. I mean, even though it was really good, it was still out of the seven weaker.
1: Well, I mean, season two for uh for uh, TNG is, I mean, it's
3: it's frightfully bad. Well, you know, they had an excuse, though, because of the uh, still good episodes.
1: I mean, the one where Riker is on the Klingon ship is fucking badass.
2: Measure of a Man.
3: Yeah. That's
2: season
1: two? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Wow. There's it's some pretty- great season two episodes. People yeah. talk about that shit still to this day. I mean, that's always brought up. Because season two is the one that gets all the, the guff for TNG. But Measure of a Man, I mean, that's probably the entire backstory for uh star trek picard it's true so
0: yeah i
3: don't know i just back in my day androids couldn't even vote much less go to school with you i'm just saying i i think Voyager's just it's just not very
0: good but it's also not as terrible as i thought it was going to be i mean
3: it's not inner it's not enterprise
2: they're not taking any risks like DS9 took a risk.
3: Yeah. That's you know. it. That's it. It's a, that's okay. And the reason it's like that they, do by don't, numbers. Yeah. It, because it's run by a studio and a network.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But they could have done something really cool in the Delta Quadrant. But no.
1: The Delta Quadrant could be what Discovery going 800 years in the future is.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Because that was the real turning point, I think, for Discovery. I love, I like seasons one and two a lot. I think season three is fucking phenomenal. I love season three of Voyager, excuse me, of, uh, of Discovery. But this could have been that, but it's just they don't take any risks. You're exactly right, Dennis. They're just kind of, they're just putting along. Seeing how many TNG scripts they can recycle.
0: Well, I know they they get into a lot more depth, like, later on in later seasons. Like they bring in the Borg and they do some other things. I don't know if it's any good, but but it, it branches out a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're bringing in the Borg, which is
1: just like, they're just reheating yesterday's dinner and calling it. Hey, I cooked.
3: Like, no, you just, you just reheat. That's just for the
2: cat suit. (laughs)
3: That, That was completely pointless. And I hate every minute of the cat suit. That should not have been a thing. So I don't know,
1: but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We still have uh, one episode of season one left. What do you rank this episode? Dennis, we'll start with you since your internet sucks. There you go. Proof is in the pudding. I didn't hear what he said. No. 4.5. 5. Wow. You give a lot of 4.5s, Dennis. Like, wow.
2: They make a lot of shitty episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: jenny what do you think
0: uh man it's tough because like it was a neelix episode so it's automatically just a couple of points off there um but it wasn't bad like there were some parts that i was like oh this this scene is really enjoyable like it was not bad okay Uh, five i'll give it a five and a half i'll be generous today okay the extra half a point
1: five and a half i'm gonna meet you guys in the middle and i'm gonna say a five because there were some enjoyable scenes i love the actor who played Mm -hmm. uh or whatever his name is Uh, he's the best part of the episode um the science of it and like the idea that they're gonna capture these cloud people is just but maybe i'm being too critical with that and i should just enjoy it as is but it just sounds dumb it just it sounds improbable i just i'm gonna give it a five it's a
3: it's a five it's an episode ben six
1: six all right gave
3: it a six i would have gave it a seven but neelix is in the episode so it goes down one automatically
1: well it's a whole neelix episode yeah
3: so and this is two
1: neelix episodes we have four we're 14 episodes in a seventh of the show has been about neelix
3: well That's you know and in, in like we're still stuck in the same four stories yeah you know, it's it's like, all right, guys. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, you got these fifteen out of the way.
1: But if you so, look at the ratings, I mean, because they've been posting the ratings here. On it gets a five point eight, which aired tonight. It says this episode had a five point eight um, uh, Nielsen rating, which sounds pretty good for a show on on TV, right? Like a like a in the nineties on UPN, a five point eight. That doesn't sound terrible.
3: It's probably the best show on the network at the time. <laughs>
1: i mean people were people were tuning in i don't know just then the next episode the next episode is about cheese
3: yep Mm.
1: so this is this is the cheese episode god help us it's just not enjoyable no so just get ready for it shit's gonna happen I'm actually really looking forward to reviewing it because their whole review might just be me giggling the whole time because we were forced to watch this episode about cheese. Should
0: we have? Should we all have some good ass cheese in celebration of this episode?
1: I mean, we could enjoy fine cheeses in our locations if you'd like to to do that in honor of. Do I need to mail? Mail any? No, I think we can find our own cheese. Dennis, do you have cheese where you are? (laughs)
2: I'm sure, they have some kind of cheese.
0: Gator, American
2: cheese,
3: cheese.
1: <laughs> freedom, <God>. freedom cheese.
3: <laughs> so, Matt Gates, freedom cheese. <clears throat> the funny thing is that the next episode will be coming out on the fourteenth. The Jewish holiday of Shavuot. Oh, that's my favorite.
1: That's my favorite one.
3: Is on the seventeenth. And so we're gonna
0: have cheese blitzes?
3: Yeah, that is the day, wow, the the blitzes. Jewish holiday where there's a lot of it's celebrated with a lot of dairy dishes.
1: So you guys have a holiday that's just dairy.
3: Yeah, it celebrates the giving of uh, all right. The, basically, the the Ten Commandments at Sinai, the Torah was given. You blah, Jews blah, blah, know blah. how to do it. It's a dairy holiday. And so it's it's cheese blitzes, cheesecakes. So I'm I'm ge- I got my cheesecake pans out. I'm doing some test runs this I'll take week. One please. One cheesecake.
0: Just go go to. Do you Kroger. want one of the test ones? Yes, absolutely. Yes. yes. <laughs>
3: are you just making plain cheesecake, or are you gonna spice it up a little? Well, just plain cheesecakes. I right. that way you can put whatever toppings you like on it, and, and it's not my responsibility. Right. Oh, I don't like blueberries. Well, then fucking buy your own. I just whoa, Ben. Dial it back a
1: little. It's
3: okay. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny though because it's the cheese episode. Yeah. And it's so close to Shavuos. Every time I think of Cheese
1: Blinces, I think of that episode of uh, Itchy and Scratchy, uh, excuse me, of The Simpsons, where um, the guy who invents Itchy and Scratchy tries to sue to get them back, but he's mm-hmm. a homeless guy. And they keep saying, I paid him Blinces to pay my fence. <laughs> Does anybody remember this? And then in the courtroom, him and Krusty the Clown get into a fist fight because like I paid him four blintzes to paint my fences; those blintzes were terrible. i <laughs> and, and there's a fist fight. That's all. Every time you hear the word cheese <laughs> blintzes, that's all I ever think about is that episode. Those blintzes were terrible. And then they start
3: brawling. God, yeah, shit. I, I, could, I could see fighting over blintzes.
1: Yeah, so next week is the cheese episode. It's called Learning Curve. I want everybody to watch it. If you're listening to this, do yourself a favor and watch the cheese episode. It's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> I can't
3: say it enough. I'll, I'll try to have some cheesecakes made by then. So, Ginny, if you want to pick one up before the episode. So we, we can be eating cheesecake while we do I'm the I'm going to make
0: a whole charcuterie board.
3: <laughs> charcuterie.
0: <laughs> charcuterie.
3: Just real quick not to deviate too far but did you see the thing about that that it was basically, you know, you've got all these millennial kids that grew up eating lunchables and that's our yes. the charcuterie is is it's like yeah, you you trained us to do this with lunchables.
0: Mhm. Yeah.
3: Now it's grown-up lunchables. I like mm-hmm. I, I like <laughs> a nice show.
1: what is it called there? Uh charcuterie. Cheese- I, I like a, I like a cheese board. Mhm.
0: i have no idea how to say it correctly anymore. smoked
3: meats and cheeses it's one of them charred cooters (laughs) gotta watch out for them things They mess you up
1: there you go everybody that's the episode man this one was a stinker but hey that's what we're here for right why do we do this to ourselves we do it for you we do it for you so thank you very much for listening dennis thanks for joining (laughs) us man i'm sorry your internet stinks Try
2: to fix it for next week.
1: Okay, is there anything we can do to help make your internet better? That's a really great pose you're frozen in. I want to take a picture of it before you go stop being in that pose. Oh, sure. you were in a really good pose. No, 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 no.
3: <laughs> you were kind of like. You want me to drive you down any uh, cat, uh, like a cat five cable or something?
2: Just uh, my own cell phone tower be great, I guess.
1: Why don't you complain to the hotel be like, hey, man, look, I'm trying to watch porn and it
3: keeps getting all broken up, man. I'm trying to jack my dick. And like, <laughs> just as I get to the yeah, I'm edging the fuck out of this thing because just as I get to the point, fucking yeah. buffering and it's killing me, my man. personal stash. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, you enjoy Florida, Dennis. We miss you. Uh, we're, we're glad you're safe. Um, and yeah, man, enjoy Florida. Thank you very much to you guys for listening. Ben and Jenny, it's always a pleasure to see your lovely faces ditto and we, Megan will talk, we will talk to you guys next week rush limbaugh rotten hell for eternity and hey how's that soy latte coming